Hello, everyone. This is Sonata Allison. You're listening to episode 24 of the Perlo Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. All right. Welcome back, everyone. So as you can see, we'll be talking about compromise today. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. I thought it was really cool to hear the perspective um, from guys on, you know, how uh, platonic relationships between girls and guys can actually work and the benefits of it. So if you missed that episode, be sure to go and watch that one. Watch it. Listen to it. (laughs) So today we'll be talking about compromise and the benefits of it and uh, the importance of it um, being present in your healthy romantic relationships and just understanding that before you enter a healthy relationship compromise is going to be a part of it so um, this is an opportunity to kind of check your heart see where you're at with compromise and also see the benefits of it as well so let's get right into it so are you willing to compromise so I think and actually I think it's hilarious that Disney gets such a like a horrible rep for kind of creating this facade or ruining the view of love and when in reality it's really our own fantasy and desire for paradise in the world. Um, Yes it would be perfect for a man to clearly communicate his desire for you to leave someone for you lay down his life for you. And I think it's funny that Jesus did that and we are still getting distracted. (laughs) But anyways, um, our own desire for the perfect love story causes the record to scratch when we realize that real healthy relationships and healthy romantic and platonic relationships only thrive when people put work in and compromise is involved. And I think that confusion causes a lot of people to stay single because they're unwilling to put the work in. Um, I was actually talking to a friend about something I coined after realizing that I was in a friendship with someone that really struggled with being selfish um, in the way that she moved about the cabin of our friendship. (laughs) So I call people like this lazy lovers. And basically, these are people who want relationships to just work. They want to sweep things under the rug. Um, They're easily exhausted by you communicating your emotions and try to make you feel bad for asking to have your healthy needs and wants met in relationships. And I'll blame that on a flawed understanding of how relationships work, but also on the unwillingness to compromise. So I want to define compromise for you guys quickly. So compromise is defined as an agreement or a settlement of a dispute that is reached by each side making concessions. So why is it so hard to compromise? And this conversation actually reminded me of an interview that Eartha Kitt did. And she's a well-known actress that was kind of from, I guess, the older times. But um, her name is E. I, ooh, I don't know if I'm gonna spell this right. I'm gonna try, but you got you can pretty figure. Uh, Google will figure it out if you put it in. I think it's E A R T H A last name K I T T. You can find this video on YouTube. I think it's pretty hilarious. But um, this interviewer asks her, "Are you willing to compromise within a relationship?" And she says, "Compromise? What is compromise? Compro- compromising for what?" Then the man asks, "If a man came into your life." wouldn't you want to compromise and this lady literally busts out laughing then she says stupid then she repeats his question she laughs again repeats his question and then laughs again and then at some point in the conversation um she says i fall in love with myself and i want someone to share it with me i want someone to share 
me with me. Now, I'm a strong advocate for confident Christians. Um, I spoke about in episode 10 how so many Christians confuse humility with thinking lowly of yourself or always putting others before yourself. But we're not called to lack love for ourselves just to love someone else. There is so much love to go around. Um, One of the greatest blessings on this earth is that we have an unlimited supply of the best commodity, and that is love. And isn't that just amazing that the best thing on earth can't go extinct or can't be in low supply? Um, I just think that's beautiful. But what Eartha is speaking out, words, what Eartha is speaking about sounds sinful to me. The way that she has spoke about relationships sounds sinful. Um, Imagine being in a relationship with someone whose main focus is that you love them with them. (laughs) Like that's their main goal is to be loved by themselves, but also that you love them. Um, and they're like completely confused by the concept of compromise. Um, and you can guess like, you may be wondering like, oh, I wonder what Eartha Kitt's dating life looked like. I'll tell you. Okay. She got married one time. Um, it only lasted five years, not a successful marriage. And then she never got married again until, um, she passed their, their marriage was from 1960 to 1965. And then she passed in 2008. So that whole time never remarried. Um, So if you want to model your life after her mantras, I just gave you a little glimpse into your own, what your own love life will look like. Um, And my cash app is money sign Sonata Joy. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) But in all seriousness, it does sadden my heart to know that there are some relationships out there like this where just one person is kind of receiving all the love and, and not giving much back in return. Um, But one question she asks within the madness of this interview is, what is there to compromise about? And I hope this episode answers that question. Um, now, this in- interview is a wonderful example of human nature. Some of us give into this characteristic more than some. Uh, some of us struggle with it more uh, presently, maybe you have in the past. Um, and it is selfishness. And it says in 2 Corinthians 5.15 that Jesus came so that we may no longer live for ourselves, but for Christ. So kind of making it obvious that at one point before you're in Christ, your main goal is you you and what pleases you. But when you come into Christ, you have different goals and you're still included in that goal, but it's not solely yourself. So um, it is beautiful and I'm grateful that Jesus has worked into our design the desire to live and preserve ourselves. Um, Jesus desires that we love ourselves, Mark 12, 31. But sin is present in this world and is present within each of us. Um, so it causes us to pervert self-love. And instead of understanding first that we don't have to covet anything or anyone on this earth um, because Christ is fully enough and more than enough, instead of understanding that, we let fear rule to an extent and we think like Medea. If you know who Medea is, you know, the older black woman from a lot of movies, Tyler Perry movies. And you basically have to, um, you got to get people before they get to getting and you get got or they get to getting the things that you want so you can't get it. And then it gets got not by you though. You know what I'm saying? So fear sets in and we think, no, I can't risk being vulnerable because then they'll have something over me or no, I can't give them more than I get because what if I don't do, what if they don't do that to me in the future? Or what if I don't get 
also this thing this time you know we're just thinking about oh all the possibilities of our lack instead of understanding that we we're pulling from a, a deep deep well that'll never run dry which is love um but the definition i stated earlier clearly says that mutual concessions are made and for all my hungry people this has nothing to do with snacks concessions are basically a granted demand or request so compromise should be easy within this definition if you're coming to a mutual concession why is it so hard um maybe it's even crazy to think that like you don't want to compromise but something i remind you guys of often is that we live in a flawed world with flawed humans we are flawed humans ourselves um and i'm sure there have been times in your life where it was like the hitch movie with like the 80 20 rule but like in the bad way because you found yourself bending and molding yourself to someone who enjoyed receiving more than giving um seems like common people favorite uh the counseling word right now that is gaslighting um the gen zers are going crazy for this word they love it um and i definitely think it's overused in our society like first everyone was self-diagnosed as anxious um and now everyone that has hurt you is gaslighting and I don't say that to discredit gaslighting. I definitely know that it happens, but we have to remember that we are dealing with flawed humans. So basic misunderstandings and trash communication can happen between two well-meaning flawed humans and doesn't have to be considered gaslighting. But one thing that will always be present in healthy relationships is vulnerability and compromise is no exception to that. Um, Even in loving relationships, I've find myself waiting sometimes to give of myself in some cases because um, the kind of love I want is not being given but that just leaves a larger gap between two people that love each other Um, so it's never the best move to do that Um, now I want to remind you that compromise is a mutual agreement Um, you did not compromise if you gave in to a friend or a significant other's request because you didn't want to fight maybe you chose your battle wisely or you neglected your own desire but that is not compromise. Um, now, I think good sex is actually a perfect example of healthy compromise. So the best sex happens when each person's main focus is on the other person receiving optimal pleasure. And you may be like, that's cute and all, but what about... And my answer to that is, you never lose when you compromise for someone who loves you well. Like I've said before, if you're committed to being on the same team At the end of the day, compromise is actually what's best for the unit, what's best for you, and what's best for your friend, your mom, your uh, significant other. Compromise is always healthy when it's with between two loving people. Um, And if you're scared of compromise with someone, it might be that that person doesn't think of you when they're decision making, or maybe someone in your past hasn't. Um, And you ended up coming up short, maybe feeling like you betrayed yourself. So it's harder for you to trust. And you're right to be nervous with those kinds of people. That makes complete sense. But when you found someone who's aware of their own needs and desires, but focuses on making a loving decision that takes you and them into into um, consideration, compromise doesn't have to be scary. Um, and these kinds of conversations that end in good compromise can lead to deeper trust and deeper inti- intimacy. And that's physically with couples, but also relation- relationally outside of um, romantic relationships. Um, and one of my friends actually wrote a post recently on Instagram about how love is sacrificial 
and compromise is an example of sacrifice because you aren't getting everything you want, even though you're still benefiting. Um, she posted a quote from Timothy Keller's book called The Meaning of Marriage. And um, I'll actually link that book in the description. I've heard great things about it. Actually, I haven't read it, read it myself, but I've heard great things about it. But I want to read this quote um, from it. And it says, but when the Bible speaks of love, it measures it primarily not by how much you want to receive, but by how much you are willing to give of yourself to someone. And I think that's just beautiful. Um, I think a person is ready to be in healthy relationships when they willingly sacrifice for the people that they love. And sacrifice can look different in many different situations. Sacrifice can be with your time. It can be money. It can be sacrificing a desire that you have for the moment or an opportunity. Um, and this is all me referring to healthy sacrifice, right? So all sacrifices cause some inconvenience, but there's usually a greater reward when you compromise with someone who loves you. Another example is sacrificing like eating cake every week. Uh, you are compromising with yourself because you love your health and you love your body enough to deprive yourself of something you would love to eat every single day. <laughs> but you're compromising still. And you are getting a greater benefit from this compromise than you would by eating cake, even though in the moment, mm, yes, so good. Now, that also leads to another conversation about how sometimes what's best for the unit or the relationship is going to be more in favor of one person. And you may be thinking, but Sonata, you just said it has to be, I know what I said. But some of y'all need to remember what romantic relationships are a reflection of. What are they a re reflection of? Class. Christ in the church, right? And if you don't desire to sacrifice your wants for people you love at times, stay single, okay? Stay alone. Don't enter into romantic relationships. Don't enter into platonic relationships because you are missing what love entitles sometimes, okay? So we're not always compromising. We're not always sacrificing relationships, but it is an aspect of a healthy relationship. So if you can't do that, if you're not willing to do that, be by yourself then. <laughs> so what I'm saying is that there are going to be some compromises that benefit you um, because instead of putting that 18th item in your Amazon shopping cart, you need to save your money towards a home, okay? Or mutual desire in the relationship. Um, there are even times in relationships where you have to compromise on time and money with a spouse so you can allow them to pursue a career that will eventually help the family as a whole. Um, and you know what? Sometimes when you compromise, everyone doesn't get the same thing. Like, that's just how it is. Both people just get something valued, you know? So, um, for example, I love seeing people uh, smile, people I love, people in general. So sometimes I will pay for people in fast food lines behind me or I'll pay for small things for friends um, or give money to homeless people, even when your girl needed that five dollars. Um, but the reward is so much greater. There's value in that. Um, the things we should treasure are the things we can't covet. And coveting is basically, um, I guess, things you can keep to yourself, physical things. So things we can't covet are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and what? Self-control, right? So the most beautiful example of compromise that is written about throughout the whole Old Testament, you might already know where I'm going, um, 
in John 15, 13, it says, greater love has no one than this, that someone lay his life for his friends. Um, and he goes on to speak about how um, because of his sacrifice, Christ's sacrifice, his compromise, um, we are no longer called his servants, but his friends. And that speaks to the importance of applying this concept of compromise and friendship relationships, just like you would in romantic relationships. But Jesus gave his life. And rem- remember, he was fully human and fully man. And I know that sounds confusing. It may be confusing for some people just to our human brains. Like, how does that even happen? How is he fully human and human fully man? But just believe it. So he wasn't just a spirit that looked human. He put on flesh just like we have now. And he experienced a, a brutal beating and a death on the cross. And he experienced basically the ultimate compromise. And I call it a compromise because the Trinity wanted to be in relationship with us. Jesus sealed the gap between God and his children, and he did it out of love. The desire for a closer relationship. We definitely are the people that won huge in this compromise. Like, what? We get to be in relationship with the creator? Are you kidding me? Uh, Definitely gained more than he did, in my opinion. Um, But he gets to be in relationship with us measly humans. Um, And we get to experience all the fruit of the spirit and also the truest love that exists. But um, he put so much worth on our relationship that he said, yes, I will make this compromise. Um, One that he literally asked God, if this is your will, take this cup from me. You know, like it was heavy to bear for him, but he knew the reward and he knew that his sacrifice would be so much more valuable than the loss. Now. I want you to think about the last thing you had to compromise on. Do you got it? Okay. And I want you to see how hard it is to complain about that compromise after what I just described. And I don't say that to discredit your experience, um, but compromise can be hard, you know, but also the Bible says that we, when you suffer, you are experiencing a likeness to Christ, right? So yes, compromise is not easy. Yes, compromise is not fun, but there's so much value in compromise. So if you change your mentality about compromise and, and see the value in it, what you're actually gaining, which can be true, deep, emotional, honest friendship or true, deep, emotional, honest, romantic relationships or whatever platonic other platonic relationships you may have, you're realizing I'm getting something way more precious than my karma macchiato or putting this piece of furniture in this side of the house instead of this other side (laughs) so compromise is a beautiful thing and if you're not willing to compromise like I said earlier just stay alone sweetheart (laughs) just be with you and yourself you can be just like Eartha Kitt just loving on you by yourself okay um but yeah in all seriousness compromise is a beautiful thing and as you guys know Jesus has set so many beautiful examples of how to live on this earth and love people well. And I think compromise is another example of that. So I would encourage you to be mindful of what you're gaining when you compromise with people you love and what they're gaining. And I believe that compromise will become that much more easy for you. So I hope this was helpful to you um, to learn to cherish the ability to compromise with um, the people you love and for the people you love and uh yeah remember to speak the truth in love i'll put that timothy keller book in the description and i will speak to you next week bye